0: if we do not voice our needs, it's extremely hard to get them met. Now, I get why this is difficult, because if we've been brought up in an environment where our needs were dismissed or overlooked, we actually begin to develop strategies to find acceptance in a different way, really, because some attention for something that's meaningless is still better than no attention. And the problem with these strategies is that we never really learn to voice our needs in a healthy, effective manner. And then what tends to happen is we carry these strategies into adulthood, but somehow bring with us a subconscious expectation that others know that we're not being authentic. And then we get angry when in our minds, that person lets us down for not seeing that particular need. It's made worse. If you're the sort of person, especially if you have had a neglectful childhood, who's grown up looking specifically to see these things in others, you probably have become quite good at it. The thing is, not everybody else is as good as you. And also, as I said, it's only appropriate to take people as they come. So what I mean by that is if you say you're fine, well, then surely it's better somebody respects that. Because otherwise, we get into a very funny situation when it comes to consent and no being no. So here's an example. You've grown up in a family where you're always told, calm down or be quiet or don't be so silly. And maybe you lacked praise. However, you learned that if you became really good at being helpful, then you were acknowledged. So being helpful is a positive trait, but it may not be meaningful to you. You may not actually really want to be helpful. And what actually resonates with you is being able to champion a purpose or innovating something. But if you've always been told that you can't be excited about stuff and being helpful is going to get you attention, you use that in order to fit in. And you may not have realized that helpfulness wasn't actually your thing in the first place. It was probably being excitable or loud or whatever it might have been or achieving whatever it is that caused you to be excited. And you continue with helpfulness because it is a positive trait and it brings you praise. Then as an adult, you continue to be helpful because that's who you are. Of course, it's not actually who you are but it's what got you accepted. Are you still with me on this? And you begin to feel a gnawing lack of appreciation. You're not seen, you're not acknowledged. People are saying thank you, but it's meaningless to you. And worse still, you're becoming known for being helpful. And so people simply expect you to help, but don't actually appreciate that that is something that costs you emotionally. So you might end up with a coach or a counsellor who points this out and great if That's a luxury that you can afford. Or perhaps in your own self-reflection, you begin to realize I'm feeling neglected and unseen, even though I'm getting thanks. But then you also get angry. And of course, it might be very fair to be angry at those who dump on you and then don't acknowledge it. But there will be others who do say thank you and do praise you. But if you're not seeing it because the helping them in the first place wasn't meaningful, then actually what you're doing is you're causing problems in that relationship as well, because you're not appreciating their thanks. The point I'm trying to make is your needs aren't actually being met. The needs you're displaying, the strategies you're displaying are being recognized, but your actual needs that cause the strategies in the first place are not being met. So for those of you who then recognize that you don't want to be appreciated for your strategy helpfulness in this case, and Actually, you'd like to be recognized for the fact you gave up so much time or you created something special or you innovated something new or you generated a huge event or whatever it was. But as a child, you've always got in trouble for voicing that need. You know, calm down. Don't be silly. And so on. Then you don't want to ask for that. And then we have a problem. Objectively, let's look at it from the other person's perspective. If you're helped and you say thank you, that's it. And they don't know that you might have these needs bubbling underneath and in fairness why should other people know because other people are not there to make us feel better and then what happens you are thanked and you don't hear it so you go on and post something passive aggressive on social media or you go and gripe to somebody about how no one appreciates you and you're kind of half right you don't feel appreciated and it hurts and this may make you feel a little bit better but You also haven't actually expressed your actual needs, nor asked for them to be met. And the expectation that others are just going to see it underneath that helpful exterior is quite unfair. And the passive aggressive post or the rant doesn't necessarily get you the outcome you want. It might generate a bit of a what's up, but that's not helpful because you don't actually want to say, otherwise you would have said so in the first place and not kept up the strategy. Again, I really hope you're with me on this. And ranting might find you someone who agrees with you, but if they don't agree with you, then you again feel unvalidated, it's not helpful to you. In both cases, you don't voice your needs in a healthy way. So if this sounds like you in this messed up cacophony of emotions, what can we do? Well, first of all, know that your pain is real. That pain of neglect or abuse or whatever it is, that trauma is valid. And I feel so sad that you never had your needs met and you lost your voice to ask for them. And I really, really hope that that voice will return. But it is going to take time. The next thing you need to do is direct and manage that pain appropriately. And relating to that, before you jump into the I'm so strong reframing, which can be healthy because you can see yourself as a survivor rather than a victim of circumstance. It can sometimes be really helpful to spend a moment feeling sad or angry that your needs weren't met as a child or you didn't have the support you craved. It's not about blame. It's about feeling your feelings. Parents and caregivers do their best within the circumstances that they found themselves in. And certainly when I was growing up, psychological support and understanding was not so readily available, especially not for my parents. And it's about accepting that that hurt and it's okay that it hurt. You're valid in feeling it. And that, that acceptance might dissipate some of the intensity of the feeling and allow you to direct any anger which needs to be expressed in the right place. And then ask yourself, well, what is it I do want people to see? When we feel our needs aren't met, it's because we feel unseen for who we are, whatever that is. So, In the case of someone being helpful as a strategy, what you might really want is for people to see how hard it is to be helpful because you're always sacrificing your own needs for others. Or maybe in the case of achievement or accomplishment, maybe you don't want praise and congratulations, but maybe you want appreciation of the effort that it was hard or acknowledgement of how creative you were or how unique that goal was. So relate it to that. Ask yourself, well, how can I ask for that recognition? And this is the hardest bit. Sometimes it's about adapting your behavior. So, helpful people, instead of saying no problem when you help out, say, I can do it for you this time, but I've also got to do X, Y, or Z myself. And resist the urge to offer help when people simply drop hints around you. Make them ask you. So, these are hints. Oh, I need someone to help me move house on Saturday, or no one's agreed to help me move, or, oh, it'd be so nice to meet up, wouldn't it? You haven't been directly asked to do anything. You can see not many people are very good at being direct. So simply use a positive but passive response. I hope you find someone. Or if you want to be a little bit more helpful, signpost. Well, when I moved, I used X company or so-and-so is really good at organizing. But just be mindful you're not dropping other people in it. And sometimes it's also about recognizing who does make you feel loved and appreciated and spending more time with them or maybe venture your feelings within what you do and so really quell that tendency to say of a change oh that's totally fine if you liked it the way it was say I did like it like this but if you want to change it how can we collaborate on this And frame any conflict as something that you can solve with the other person. When it comes to having your needs met, being a kind and friendly individual in your own interactions is one of the most powerful methods to enlist the support of the other person and then work together with them to solve that issue. Many people who've grown up not having their needs being met become very good problem solvers and finding a solution often takes precedence over their own needs. So you become a bit of a victim to your own success. And then that problem solving, that helpfulness, it can come out in passive aggression or upset. And it may cause people who actually do care about you, who do appreciate you to think, oh gosh, what have I done now? So it's really important to recognize we have some responsibility in voicing our needs now as adults. And perhaps this will help us ease up on ourselves and other people. And that's all we have time for. But for more practical ways to boost your well-being, check out my YouTube channel, Dr. Audrey T, Practical Tools for Everyday Well-Being, or my Facebook page of the same name. Or have a look at my website, www.draudryt.com. Or tune in to the Wellbeing Lounge on Tuesday nights, 9 till 10, for your hour of mental health on NLive Radio.